0: killing, killing me. me and i i must, must confess i still, still believe still believe when i'm not with you i lose my mind <laughs> give, give me a, a sign, sign. Hit, hit me baby, baby one, one, more one more time okay um hi guys <laughs> Hello. <laughs> did you miss me and my singing voice
1: i did i, personally I bet did. you did
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet you did. Um, I have a lot of debts to settle on this podcast. Sam, if you're listening to this, I'm coming <laughs> for you. I am coming for you. And so, I've got a baseball yeah, bat now. Steph left so.
1: and kind of like anarchy was installed in this podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's... um, I, I, I could say I have an apology to make, but I really I don't. So it's fine.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> so... Welcome to Suspiria, a true crime podcast. I'm Carol. And I am Stephanie, and I'm very upset right now. Well, can you? With tell the betrayal that has been going on in my absence.
1: I don't know what you talking about.
0: Ridiculous.
1: What could have we possibly have said that was upsetting? Everything. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Everything hurts and I'm dead on the inside.
1: Okay. How was your trip?
0: It was good. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <That's just> <laughs> how- <laughs> found my mom's cheese. Yeah, as you guys saw on, on the Facebook, not Facebook, mm-hmm. the Instagram post. Yeah. Cheese, mom's mission very was happy good. with her cheese. Yeah, mm-hmm. um.
1: I want to congratulate you to, you know, being able to complete that because...
0: My quest. Yeah. My cheese Cheese quest. quest. (laughs) To be honest, though, I was not the one who found the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) My mom's best friend Mm -hmm. met up with me and she handed me the cheese. But I did manage to go through customs with my mom's cheese successfully. (laughs) So... Feel like i i need to earn the congratulations for that
1: mm-hmm.
0: although to be fair like the immigration officer and like the customs officer like they didn't even look at me they were just like have a nice flight and i was like okay <laughs> like i i did just tell you that i have cheese in my bag but <laughs> have a, a nice life you too Goodbye. Yeah. Like, I was, like, so worried about, I, I was, like, shaking because of this cheese. Like, I don't, <laughs> if I don't make it home with this cheese, yeah, I'm going to be in trouble. So. But I made it. Yeah, no, that's good.
1: So, the best case yeah. scenario
0: for cheese. hmm Definitely. Oh, and can I just say, mm. I was so mad because, like, I brought a bunch of, like, candy and, like, mm cheetos that you can only find in brazil and now the closest brazilian market to me started selling the same fucking candy and the same kind of cheetos and i'm like i could have brought more alcohol in my bag (laughs) because i brought i brought a skull beets i brought Mm -hmm. a a bottle of wine Mm -hmm. and i brought um this cachaça called bananinha. bananinha have you ever had it no. Bananilla, it's what you would think. It's banana-flavored cachaça. Wow. It sounds nasty, no. but it's so good. Because it, it's so smooth. Like, you mm-hmm. don't feel it burning. It's like... Oh, my. And I'm, like, mad because I only brought two bottles mm-hmm. of it. And, like, everybody liked it. So now I'm like, and it goes Fuck. Fast. Yeah. And it was cheap, too. And
1: it's like they don't... Because they sell cachaça here, right? But... Like, you only yeah. find a few brands, really. Yeah, I've the, only I mean, seen... probably common ones. But you have, yeah. like... There's, like, this one restaurant here in Orlando that they sell, like, Carpirinha, made with 51 for, like, 20 bucks.
0: Ooh! But 51, like, I have not one, like, come seen 51. On. Um, I've only seen Ipioca, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: Ipioca.
0: and Velho Barreiro. Yeah. Those are the only two that yeah, I've seen. Yeah, Barreiro is, uh, like...
1: It's not nasty, but it's, like pretty ratchet
0: Yep, yeah. i yeah, i like, like, like not bringing velho places because i love it when like white people tell me that they like to drink i'm like oh really well i've got something for you honey <laughs> then i whip out my bottle of velho bajero i'm like mm-hmm. okay drink this didn't you say you like to drink let's see you drink huh? <laughs> you think you can't handle alcohol <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah uh, yeah. but those are the only two although now uh now that we're like going off on this liquor tangent <laughs> um a liquor store here started selling Brahma mm. and people are flipping out <laughs> on my local brazilian group <laughs> like Flipping out. Like, some people are, like, so happy that they Mm -hmm. sell Brahma. Then other people are like, oh, you're in America and you want to drink this cheap-ass beer, blah, blah, blah. As if you, Joe, weren't drinking Antarctica (laughs) a year ago when you were in Brazil. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. But I want them to start selling Skull Beats because I really like Skull Beats. And I brought six bottles and I've already drank two of them. So, yeah. All right. I mean, before we
1: start um, the episode, I want to ask you guys to leave us an iTunes review. Always do that. Like if you... I know that a lot of people don't listen on iTunes, but uh, if you have iTunes on your phone or anything, uh, you know, spare us the minute that it takes to write us a five-star review on iTunes. And uh, if you haven't already... Uh, check us out on instagram twitter facebook etc we post pictures of the case each week and we say that on the end of the episode always but we say saying in the beginning just in case you don't listen to that part is all right so mm-hmm. yeah just make sure that you know um we post pictures of everyone and if we happen to make references to things uh during the episode like we just did with this alcohol stuff and you're like i don't understand half of what they're saying It's fine, because we're probably going to post pictures and stuff about that too on our social media. So you don't have to feel Mm -hmm. lost. We have a a place where you can find all these things. So yeah, just letting you know. So what are we talking about today, Steph?
0: We are talking about a serial killer who, surprise, surprise, is not Brazilian. If you are sick and tired of listening to us talk about Brazilian crimes, well, this episode is for you. (laughs)
1: I want to um, apologize for the first second because it was like a,
0: a scheduling mistake that we did.
1: Um, <laughs> so that's why we have not um, covered any international crime. I mean, we did uh, Jenny Rivera, which happened in yeah. Mexico, but um, that's why the proportion was kind of off these past month mm-hmm. or so because Steph went on the trip and we tried our best to like schedule things a little better and like have tons of like pre-recorded episodes. But the way things worked, like nothing is ever perfect or nothing ever goes the way that we planned. So, you know, to make sure that uh, we had an episode out every week, we opted to release the ones that we did have instead of not releasing one, just not just not have a Brazilian one. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, Yeah. the next few ones are going to be international, international. (laughs) All of them are yeah but, but like brazilian just international like no, sure. yeah
0: non-brazilian yeah. Cri- that's what i meant i'm sorry so just to make up for it. today <laughs> we're covering the crimes sort of because there's not as much detail on it mm-hmm. as i would like even though i like try to find everything on the internet about this uh mm-hmm. but, like pretty much every website was like paraphrasing one yeah. website Even which sucked it so yeah and i found like certain sources that like they were like blog posts but it wasn't like from journalists so mm-hmm. i'm like i'm not sure whether i want to quote this because i don't know if this is just some person making up fan fiction because i did find fan fiction based on this guy really yes yes my my fanfic addict self found I found three different fanfictions written about this guy. But is it like gross so, fanfic
1: fanfic or like is it like sexual? Please say not.
0: I didn't read the fanfics, oh, okay. but I I would think so. There's there's Ooh. smut written about like very strange individuals, so it wouldn't surprise me. Um Yeah, so I didn't want to, like, quote whatever. Carol's face is just... She's just, like, so shocked. She's just, like, literally speechless. So I didn't want to quote those blogs because I didn't know if they were Mm -hmm. legit because they weren't, like, from news sites or, like, journalists. So I was like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, so in today's episode, we covered the crimes of serial killer Dorangel Vargas, Mm -hmm. who became known as the Comegente And Hannibal Lecter of the Andes, though he was an extremely prolific killer, his killing spree only lasted about two years. And some say Mm -hmm. that it only lasted a couple of months. So it depends on Mm -hmm. who you want to believe. So, yeah. So Jose Dorengo Vargas
1: Gomez, also called Dorancel, Uh, by some sources was born on may 14th 1957 in cano zancudo in merida venezuela he was the son of poor farmers i'm just a poor boy nobody loves me and his uh, parents worked with the venezuelan liberation forces and the colombian border to patrol jungles alongside the gorillas they would claim that drange was possessed by evil spirits like everyone else, mm-hmm. right? He stood it up until the 6th grade. And around age 15, he would eventually lose touch with his family. I mean, can you blame him, really? So uh, he became a transient person, a.k.a. homeless. Uh, mm-hmm. It's said that he began using drugs. And he started living under a express bridge called Autopista Libertador. Which uh, was used as a shelter by drunkards, drug addicts, and...
0: Banhandlers. So, yeah. yeah.
1: That's pretty common, like living on the bridge and stuff. And
0: it's Yeah, and tough. not to like justify his crimes or anything, but it seems from what I was reading, it seems that from a very young age, he was displaying signs of mental illness, but his family just dismissed that and just called mm-hmm. him... um Devil. The devil, Man. or said that like he was a weirdo, um, and like, yeah, they mm-hmm. totally dismissed, which is so freaking common in Latin American culture to just blame the devil for whatever. Which is yeah,
1: I think so, it's but. so interesting this phenomenon that it's it's more plausible to believe that your son's possessed by something rather than you know your son has mental health issues. Yeah, and that set us yeah. back. Us, not us, you know, us as a um, society (laughs) set us back so much. Like, there's so much of a stigma around it that it's just, like, unjustifiable. No, even
0: to this day, like, there's people that, uh, like, even when I went back to Brazil, like, recently, I was talking about, like, therapy and, like, talking to a psychologist. Because I think... Everyone, regardless of whether they have, like, known mental health issues, they can benefit mm-hmm. from therapy. Everyone like, has you issues. Don't...
1: Every single exactly.
0: person. Exactly. You don't necessarily have to have, like, anxiety disorder or anything like mm-hmm. that to see a therapist. Yet, people will think, oh, no, uh, I, I don't know about people in Venezuela, but people in Brazil, they'll be like, I'm not crazy, so mm-hmm. why don't you go to therapy? Yeah. So yeah, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, in order to survive on the streets, he would sometimes commit petty crimes, and he was arrested three times prior to prior to his gruesome crime spree, twice for stealing chicken and cattle, which is sad. That like I don't know I don't I don't condone a crime, but I feel like if someone's stealing. Because they're hungry, they're stealing food, not necessarily like robbing someone at gunpoint. Like,
1: yeah, but that was probably I don't see sell because he lived. I don't on, know. He like has a farm that he can just keep the cow.
0: You know what I mean? True, but like I don't. But know. still, a hunger anyway, so... A cow. <laughs> yeah. Cats. So the third time he was arrested was for actually. um Murdering another transient man. He was sent to the Institute of Psychiatric Rehabilitation, Peribeca, Mm -hmm. uh, for killing um, a man named Balthazar Cruz Moreno, whom he also cannibalized. So, yeah. The only reason he was arrested for the crime in the first place was because Antonio Lopez, Mm -hmm. who was a friend of Balthazar, reported a crime. At first, the police officers thought that Antonio was joking or that he was crazy because he came in there. He was like, listen, my friend was murdered and the guy who killed him ate him. They're like, yeah, right. Sure, Jan. Uh, But he insisted so much that they investigate the story Mm. that they finally went to the site of the alleged crime and found human remains. Which some people stated were feet and hands Ooh. that were later, after tests, were proven to be baltasar.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That is a lot. Yes. I also, do you think there was just the feet and hands because he already got everything else? <laughs> And he's gonna oh he says
0: something about that later on.
1: <laughs> oh my god. So after his arrest he gave his first TV interview in which he stated that the human meat is nice, but I eat all kinds of meat, dog, cats, lizards. I buried the heads and feet and throw the other bones into the river. I also stored some meat in containers. The heart and the liver must be spiced up. If I was hungry I used to kin- me- kill men, never women, because they do no
0: harm. See? he's very compassionate. He doesn't kill women. <laughs> Only men.
1: You know who also doesn't do harm? Cats, dogs, and lizards.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Some men. Have you ever seen an li- evil lizard? I haven't. <laughs> uh, I mean... Godzilla is a giant <laughs> lizard, so... <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> Maybe we should yeah. just send Doran Hill to Japan
0: and, you know, try to get Yeah, to kill he's still them. alive. I think that's so, a great plan. He's still alive. He's in his 60s, so I think he could do there it. There you go. <laughs> so some state that Doran Hill escaped the facility, the psychiatric facility. Others state that he was set free after a psychological evaluation proved that he was not an immediate threat to those nearby, which... He clearly is. He fucking <laughs> ate someone. <laughs> Nonetheless, he began living in a ranch near the Parque 12 de Febrero, mm-hmm. which was nearby the River Torbes in the city of Tariba, which is in the state or like province of Tachira. Tachira. Ta- 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 Sorry, I suck. Tachira. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. This park would become his hunting ground, oh, and man. he would start preying on passersby there. This park was also near the Libertador Bridge, which is where he had lived mm-hmm. before, like under the bridge. Oof.
1: So throughout the 90s, several people who lived near the Autopista Libertador reported to the police that their relatives had gone missing. There was a bar near the bridge and many drunkards would wander late at night or fall asleep by the bridge. Um, this is when Doran Hill would strike and kill his victims with a bamboo spear. Crafty. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, after killing them, he would dismember their bodies, cut the meat that he wanted to cook, bury the heads in the ground, and throw the bones and other remains at the river. Yep. Question. He lives under the yeah. bridge. Um, he has a whole container storage thing and uh, cooking.
0: No, so he he wasn't living under the bridge anymore. Oh. After he got out of the psych ward, he had like a Sort of like a bahaku, like a shack, oh, a shack. or like okay. a house okay, so in like a, a ranch. A,
1: a, a, a home, quote unquote, that he could yeah, do. Yeah, okay. And like,
0: okay. it said that he kept a low profile after he got out of the psychiatric facility. Mm-hmm. Just, I think it's for the purpose of like killing and not getting caught again. Keep, if keeping ask a low me.
1: profile while, you know, f- sitting, just fashioning a spear out of a b- bamboo rag. like fucking, yeah.
0: Yeah, Ugh. but he lived, like, very close to the bridge still, mm. so.
1: Yeah, you never went too far away from home,
0: I guess. Yeah. So, despite his efforts to hide the bodies of his victims, police eventually found evidence of the crimes, although they assumed that the area was the burial ground mm. for victims of drug dealers or even satanic death cults. Of course. Which, Those of exist. course, <laughs> is Latin America. <gasps> But upon further investigation, they found out that all the victims had been previously reported as missing. Which is so sad. Mm -hmm. So, Dorangel would become a suspect
1: in the murders when police conducted a search of his shack. Of course. Uh, There, they found multiple vessels containing human flesh and body parts. He was arrested on February February 12th. 1999 which is cool because the name of the park is 12 de febrero right
0: yeah and he was arrested on 12 de febrero, well, what a coincidence. febrero 12. i bet the police yeah, is like well
1: we're gonna we could arrest him on the 11th but
0: <laughs> let's just make it a." Right? Or, or they find out about him on the first they're like wait a minute it's, almost it's only Hang the on. first it's only the first. Let, let's make this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's what they actually
1: did. It's believed, that, it's believed that the majority of his killings were committed between November of 1998 and January of 1999. Once arrested, he confessed to having killed and eaten at least 10 men within the past two years.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, so. Yeah, I know. And yeah. like most of it happened within two months.
1: How hungry is he? (laughs) Because there's a little... I mean, I know that he's storing meat, you know what I mean? So he's like...
0: So we will sort of get to, like, something that possibly affected why, like, the number of killings. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the same time, like, within two months, like, and no one was looking into this, like you know there there is a known cannibal mm. living like he was just arrested for cannibalism like three years prior to November nineteen ninety eight. And like no one's betting an eye. Like it, I
1: don't Yeah, you think there's so, at least some parole. You know, they just sit him down. Yeah like,
0: hey, so uh what was the last
1: five things you ate? And it's like, well there was no uh, eggplant parmesan, a uh, pasta, a uh, jaff over there, a dog and a lizard. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait, hang on.
0: And I don't know if in his situation, in his, like, thing, whether he had, like, a parole officer or not. Mm-hmm. But I believe that if if parole officers are doing what they're supposed to mm-hmm. do, aren't they supposed to, like, go into the house and, like, check if there's something sketchy Mm -hmm. with the house and as soon as they walk into his house they would see that he has like containers like ed king style containers (laughs) of human remains
1: yeah and so much and i think i want to talk about this a little later but like do you know if he was like a product or process killer because that sounds like both if he's killing that much right
0: yeah i think it's a mix yeah
1: maybe he's like product but uh he because, you know, people that like cannot have just one thing of everything, like they cannot live yeah. with just one uh, extra toothpaste in the house because they yeah. mine right out. I'm like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, Steph knows uh, about my bulk buying, right?
0: <laughs> She's a product and a process. Yeah, I just bought. <laughs> a bulk buyer.
1: <laughs> I just bought like a big uh, tub of Lysol that I'm keeping for probably the next 20 years because it's just so much. Like I poured it on like a whole like spraying thing and the thing didn't like even go down almost on the, on the bottom yeah. So like it's a lot. I understand, but I mean you're killing people like you know it's perish perishables you don't stock up on perishables.
0: Yeah. Well, he <laughs> That's the wanted to try. He wanted to try. I mean, I guess you can make some jerky. So... Dorangel targeted male and healthy passersby, such as athletes, laborers, and in some occasions, drunkards. So it wasn't just, like, random drunk people. He, like, was, like, he was picking his victims. He avoided killing women, children, and overweight people because of high cholesterol levels, as well as the elderly because of their, quote, contaminated flesh. (laughs) <laughs> like this is this is a, literally what he said that he would not kill overweight people because they had high cholesterol, and the elderly had contaminated flesh, so he was not about to do that. And like women and children, he didn't kill because they were like innocent and didn't do any harm. So he the way he would kill people is he would bludgeon his victims to death mm-hmm. with a tube shaped metal spear or rocks or his little bamboo spear. Um, he would dismember and cannibalize their bodies afterwards. He stated that he preferred to eat the muscles. Thighs and calves were his personal favorites. Mm-hmm. He also allegedly used tongues to make mm-hmm. stew and removed the eyes uh, to include them in soups. Oh, no. He tried. Uh, he tried not to eat the hands, feet, noses, ears, and testicles. Although he did say that, like once, I think he tried the testicles of some guy, but he didn't like it. Um. Since he didn't own a fridge, the bodies of his victims would decompose quickly, which somewhat forced him to routinely Mm, kill people. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Okay, so he'd, like, kill and, like, eat as much as he could out of the thing before. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he didn't own a fridge. Which, can you imagine living without a fridge?
1: I think that's like, the most concerning part of this paragraph that you just read,
0: <laughs> God, I, we are not laughing at the victims guys- no. j- just so you know no, but like, I also think of living without a fridge, and
1: one thing that way. I'm thinking about though he okay, like he's concerned about himself, clearly but Mm -hmm. why like because if you're a drunkard and you're like you know passed down the sidewalk that means that your um blood level is pretty high on alcohol right so why would he consume that if because he said he doesn't want to eat elderly people because of their contaminated flesh right Mm -hmm. so why is drunk people any different i'm just trying to understand his i
0: don't know like he doesn't make a lot of sense yeah i
1: mean of course of course, he's not thinking clearly because you know. But, yeah, you know it's just interesting, like the thought process of that. Mm-hmm. It's more like you know, I guess what's available to him, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, he tries to have like some standards, but that's just bananas. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. So- Absolutely beautiful. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't understand that reference <laughs> go back and listen to our other all of them episodes. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you which one you're just yeah. gonna have to listen well, you don't
1: to have like, a catalog of inside jokes so you can like go to the first one and try to get it
0: but you should be listening to yeah. all of our episodes okay there's no
1: question okay exactly it's, even if you don't like the exactly. cases the case is only half of the episode anyway so i mean anyways yeah, yeah. duren said that i used to eat thighs not the nose ears of hands because they are too hard hmm. If I saw a drunkard sleeping, I would kill him with my spear. Cut his head off and feel happy. Yep. I don't know how to how 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 am I supposed to insert any kind of comment after that? Like feel Jesus Christ.
0: Keep reading, Carol.
1: <laughs> I wanted to go back there. And dig a big hole to bury them. And I didn't feel ashamed of anything. And also. Uh, I sure eat people. Anyone can eat human flesh. But you have to wash and garnish it well. To avoid diseases. <laughs> yeah. cause mm-hmm. I only eat the parts with muscles. Particularly thighs, thighs and calves. Which are my favorite. I make a very tasty stew. With. The tongue and then use the eyes to make a nutritious, healthy soup.
0: Yeah. Nutritious and healthy soup. See, Carol, Carol's always making soup at her house, so I think you should try this recipe. Oh, yeah. You like soup. Oh, yeah. (laughs) soup with cow eyes. Oh, my God. I can't even eat fish eyes, let alone like human eyes, because they're like gigantic. Have you ever accidentally eaten a fish eye? It's disgusting.
1: I've seen yeah. one fish eye, like, once, and that traumatized me for life. And i never eat fish again. Just kidding, I have. But, you know, it's bad. Oh, yeah. God. And also, like, imagine, like, if you blend the soups with all one thing, then there's going to be pieces of eye on every single spoon that you have.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I
0: love so, how he says you have to wash and
1: garnish it well to avoid it. Yeah, babies.
0: like, because he, he's worried about salmonella oh my God, or of something.
1: Course. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised mm-hmm. that he doesn't ask for the person's medical records before you're killing them,
0: like. Exactly. Oh, my. So, because there wasn't an extensive history of serial killers in Venezuela, Durango's cage case became gigantic. Mm. Like,. It, like, literally, it was, like, bigger than Ted Bundy. He became an instant media sensation because, you know, you know how the media is. Mm-hmm. And news outlets dubbed him the Hannibal Lecter of the Andes, which was a reference to our near and dear fictional character yeah. played by Anthony Hopkins.
1: Which I feel like it's a good, um, that's accurate. Like yeah. Like, the way he talks like that with, you know, the t- he and talks just like Hannibal.
0: Definitely. Uh, doctors conducted a psychological evaluation of, on Doran Hill, which was inconclusive. Psychiatrists did not know whether he was mentally ill or mm-hmm. sane, but they reached a consensus when diagnosing him as a paranoid schizophrenic who had psychotic tendencies. I
1: would say that's pretty spot on. Yeah. Shortly after he was arrested, the public began speculating on whether or not he was the real killer. Some people theorized that Durian Hill had taken the fall for the leader of an organ trafficking ring. Police dismissed the accusations as they were sure that they had the real killer, since Durian Hill had been known as violent and having characteristic characteristic uh, having cannibalistic tendencies even before the killings the killings started. So yeah, it's totally. Uh he was sentenced to thirty years. Which is the maximum sentence in Venezuela. His victims uh, from the 90s, aside from Balthazar, remain unnamed to this day.
0: Yeah. Which I I feel like they remain unnamed to the public. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, know. police knows who they are. Yeah. Because, um, like, most of the people... It's said that most of the people that he killed were reported as missing persons. Mm-hmm. But we don't know their names. Yeah. There is one known survivor of Duran Hill, a man called Juan Carlos Menezes. He was coming out of a motel with his girlfriend when he had to stop near the Libertador Bridge to change a flat tire Mm. at around 2 a.m. He states that he heard, uh, oh, he heard shouts. Mm -hmm. And when he turned around, he saw that Duran Hill was about to hit him with a baseball bat. (gasps) A cop in a motorcycle had ridden by just in time. Otherwise, he too would have been the victim. Oh my God. So, yeah. What a lucky bastard. Yeah. Okay. In 2004, journalist Sinar Alvarado wrote a book about Doran Hill's life called Retrato de un Canibal*, in which he had the chance to conduct an extensive interview of Doran Hill. I have not read that book but it sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. But Doran also inspired Criminal Minds Season 3, Episode 8, named Lucky, which I have seen, because I fucking love Criminal Minds, (laughs) and the show is ending now. Um, Yeah, but he inspired that episode.
1: Ambani at the Tequila Detention Center, where he remains jailed, resulted in the deaths of three inmates, 25-year-old Juan Carlos Herrera Jr., Anthony Correa, and another unnamed inmate. The mutiny and siege at the overcrowded jail lasted a month. Can you imagine being in a middle of a jail riot riot with a cannibal? For a month. Yeah. For a month. Juan's father said that a fellow inmate had witnessed the crime. Juan and the two other men had been taken by 40 people. They were stabbed and hung to bleed. Afterwards... Turnhill had butchered them and fed them to other friggin' inmates. The same inmate who had detailed the crimes to Juan's father said that he had been beaten with a hammer in, or- in order to force him to eat the remains of the man. It said that the 40 prisoners cooked the flesh off the bodies and gave it to the rest of the inmates with rice. Yep. And that the inmates ate it without realizing that the flesh without realizing that it was the flesh of their companions. The intestines were tossed in pipes and the bones burned. There's a known problem of malnourishment within Venezuelan prisons. So it could be so it could very well be that prisoners were so hungry that they didn't care to know what they were eating. So yeah,
0: that's so upsetting. Other rival yeah, prisoners and if, you, sorry, sorry, if you look up like pictures of like prisoners in um Venezuelan prisons, mm-hmm. a lot of them look like literally skin and bones. So Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Other rival prisoners were force fed some of the body parts and five inmates had their fingers cut out, cut off for declining to eat the body parts. Dorenhill was not formally charged with these murders as government officials denied the claims of cannibalism. Six police officers were, however, arrested on their accusations that they had helped out uh, prisoners. Yeah. So to finish off this episode and a good note, I guess, we'll leave you with a quote from Doranhill from regarding the taste of human flesh. Are you ready for this? Have you ever eaten a pear? Well, human stays just like that. So next time you're eating a pear, you're going to remember this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Next time you're eating a pear, oh, just just picture yourself eating one of your cousins. I hate fruit, so that's not going to happen to me.
1: I don't know. Last time I ate a pear. But, oh, shit.
0: I think I've only had a pear once in my life. And I was just like, mm, nope. And I didn't want to eat it. So guess what? I am not a cannibal. Thank you.
1: Pear. Mm-hmm. I'll preposition something. How about you cannibals? Every time they want to eat someone, just go to the nearest grocery store, and buy a pear. You eat a pear? Yeah. Put some red food coloring, grill it, mm-hmm. and eat it. And be like, wow, this is a person named Marianne and eat it or
0: something, you know? Exactly. Oh my God. Well, yeah, guys. That was Doran Vargas. <laughs> Which I feel like there's so much more that could be said about this dude but there isn't enough information out there like as i said Mm -hmm. like when i was doing the outline for this i wanted to like really go in deep but not everyone has gone in very deep i feel like i should have read that Mm -hmm. book the retrato de un cannibal maybe one Uh, day before doing this because mm-hmm. I feel like that book will have all the nitty gritty <laughs> yeah. stuff. So, maybe in the future mm-hmm. we can do a part 2 of me just talking about the book. Yeah. Um yeah, if you guys like it. But totally. This case is pretty fucking crazy.
1: I kind of want to do that that we like cover the cases um because if mm-hmm. you're reading a book about a case, it all it always helps that you know a little bit about it beforehand, you know? And that Mm -hmm. the book just adds a layer of knowledge to it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let us know if you guys are interested. Because I know a lot of those books, they're not available in English, maybe. You know? So, we can totally, like... uh, And also because it takes time. So, like, producing one episode a week on like you know reading books and like we can watch tons of documentaries and like research the whole thing which i mean we've said this before but i think the spirit is like one of the most complete sources of information like you don't have to go to many places because we include all uh, all that we can find on this so we can totally do like a deeper analysis and investigation maybe like release that as bonuses you know like one every month or something uh that we like discuss that on cases that we have already discussed We can totally do that with Brazilian ones that were popular. There's like a few episodes that jump out uh, that were, I think you guys liked more, um, that we see that by the number of plays that we get. And um, we can totally do that. Like, you know, revisit those cases and see if we can find uh, other um, stuff. Because, I mean, I think we have talked about this before, but some cases that we covered have updates yeah. And maybe I mean we're just I guess waiting for things to get a little more resolved first we we'll talk about it but um can totally do that I guess. Um Yeah, so let
0: us know if you're interested maybe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to. Um, but yeah, no, like I just I just, like, sometimes when I read some of these cases, I'm like, is this real? Like, am I, like, with Doran Hill, like, with the whole prison mutiny thing? I didn't even, like, think that was possible. Because it sounds like it a freaking it all, yeah. episode of Oz. Sounds sounded like an episode of Oz. Yeah. It sound- like... It's like, if
1: anyone wrote this as, like, a TV show or something, it'd be too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I believe uh, the... No, I'm 100% sure that the Criminal Minds episode came out before the prison mutiny. So I wonder if, like, they would be interested in, like, doing a new one with something similar. Although I don't think it would fit Criminal Minds very well because yeah. they're more about, like, behavior and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see an... Ep- not love because... People died. But, like, I would think an episode of a TV show or, like,
1: mm-hmm. whatever
0: based on this would be very interesting.
1: Orange is the New Black? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no. Oh, my God.
0: I've only seen season one of Orange is mm-hmm. the New Black in, like, three episodes of season two. Because I started watching Orange is the New Black, like, right when it came mm-hmm. out. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then season two came out. And I was like, maybe not. <laughs> I was just like but my sister's obsessed with it. Yeah. She loves Orange to Black.
1: I like I mean, I saw I think I started watching like when season two came out. I don't know what mm-hmm. year that was, but it's been a while. And I remember like I was like I was like a teenager watching this, like wow. You know, but I think it was really good. Uh I like it. But I think it's like one of those it's like the good place or something that I watch it just to see how the show goes now. You know, because after uh I'm not going to spoil it. But after that big thing happened. I was like super upset for like <laughs> so long. I cried and I was like, you know, and so I don't know. I feel like I, unless, I don't even know what the big thing yeah, is. I'm not so. going to tell you just in case you ever watch it because I don't want to spoil it. But a big thing happens, and super upsetting. And you're like, oh, my God, I really like this character. So that was it, that kind of sucked for me. So but I, I understand uh, why it was put there. Uh, narrative wise and how that help you know um with the character arc of the whole thing and how it helps the the show progress and also like how they play on uh what's happening Mm -hmm. in the real world with um the case with the show which i always appreciate when they do that you know it's not just uh about you know this one narrative in the prison you know what i mean it's not just it's about this lady in the prison right yeah i i appreciate when um things expand and help us understand like that things don't happen in a vacuum and even if it's fictionalized shows, uh, we can still use that to make an, an analysis of what the real world is, even though you're making a whole story up. So, I really liked the way the show... Well, I haven't watched the new season yet and I know it's the last one, so I'm kind of excited to see um, how things are going to progress a little, I guess. So, yeah, let's go.
0: Yeah. I've been, like, really bad at, like catching up with shows Yeah, I was trying to catch up to season 2 of Handmaid's Tale um, but mm. I didn't Um, and I just keep re-watching stuff or like watching YouTube videos yeah. I'm so bad but I mean I need to I I got my best friend to start watching Good Girls mm-hmm. which is good have you seen Good Girls I've seen yet? the
1: first the on Netflix the
0: first season yeah mm-hmm. so yeah it's really good Uh, but I I, I don't know like I don't know what made me stop watching Mm -hmm. Orange is New Black but I don't feel like continuing Um, it's just like Stranger Things I was just like "Eh." (laughs) I watched three episodes of Stranger Things I was like "Eh." yeah,
1: Stranger Um, Things is another one that I watched just to see how the show is going because it's not like I'm super invested in the story but Handmaid still I like I mean season 2 is super upsetting I was like it kind of triggered me like but I still liked it I I'm like I, I only, I like this I don't care that I'm like super You know Upset right now Like I'm fine but I'm, I'm watching season 3 yeah. right now And it's I mean I'm liking it Like I feel like it's It's good Again I like those like Fictionalized series That still are a play On what's happening In the real world And I think that's something That we need To watch right now So yeah I think yeah. it's I mean I like it But it's upsetting So like it's Something that you cannot watch If you're like You know a little upset Because it will like Fuck you up And so yeah I mean, I have commented under his eye on so many news stories this week that I'm, like, not even, like,
0: you know. See, I'm on episode two of season two with the hands Tale seal. 'Cause Because, like, it's a show that I really need to, like, take it easy. Mm-hmm. Like, I watch one yeah. episode and then I sit here for, like, an hour and I'm like, alrighty then, <laughs> you no, know? It's,
1: season two is, like, the most upsetting. Like, it's so
0: bad. <gasps> Oh my god, they have season 13 of It's Always Sunny on Hulu now. I have to go <laughs> tell my friend. I love It's Always Sunny. Yeah, see, there's a show that I love. It's, it's, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Fucking love that show. Um, I think the last show that I f- finished was The Act.
1: The Act. Yeah. I just watched uh, The Act.
0: A little late, but...
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I think about it. I haven't
0: that. even finished The Umbrella Academy because I'm two minutes slow, because I'm like, I'm not gonna I am Monster, not gonna finish Steph, this until finish season it. two comes out. No, I didn't finish it. I'm saying you I'm need on episode to. four or something. I'm like, I'm not gonna finish this until season two comes out. <laughs> not putting myself through that. Yeah. <gasps> you guys, speaking of superheroes, no. let me tell you guys, did you see Tom Hiddleston at Comic Con for the announcement mm-hmm. of the Loki TV show? Let me tell you, that got me so heated in the best way possible that I even I had a dream about Tom Hiddleston the night of comic. Po- like, I'm not joking. Do you think this is a joke? If Tom Hiddleston ever listens to this, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, but um, yeah, he was flying on. The, oh, my God. Why? You know, looking at Tom Hiddleston, you guys, I am a. Grown-ass woman. But looking at Tom Hiddleston just does things to me, you know? <laughs> and it makes me depressed at the same time because I'm never, ever, 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 ever in my wildest dreams going to even approach someone as attractive as Tom Hiddleston mm. in real life. So, yeah, this was my Tom Hiddleston wet rant of the night sure
1: if you go to like Europe or something there's at least someone who looks a little bit like tom Hiddleston that you can like pursue
0: i i praise jesus and i hope that that will that will be that will come to fruition because i will yeah
1: so i'll go with you to like some square in france or something and we'll separate. I'll be in on one end, and you'll be in the other one, and we're just looking at everyone. Uh, not in by.
0: France. Uh, anywhere. I don't know. We
1: go to every city. and We try to find it. A,
0: a Tom Hiddleston lookalike. Ah, uh, uh, it's so pathetic. He is the only, still the only celebrity crush that I'm like. Ah, oh, he is so dreamy. I mean, I'm married to a lookalike, so I mean, you
1: know that. So it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You married a celebrity lookalike. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to mention that on the podcast yet. Yeah, who? Because we don't know. We're keeping privacy here. So, yeah.
0: Exactly. But her her husband is a celebrity. Now I'm looking at pictures of Tom Hiddleston's <laughs> wife. Um, yeah. Oh, That's my dream. I just, I just want to be happy <laughs> and marry a Tom Hiddleston lookalike.
1: Ooh. Oh my God. Okay, let me do shout outs for this week because they are a little um oversized because we haven't done this in a while so are you guys ready for this so first off bambi cassia Alini, gabriel rose paula kayla kaylee laura stephanie not this one another one dawn fancy bex chelsea rose meg yvette isadora sue rebecca mira another laura uh, Regina, Johannesburg Diane, Victoria, Maggie and the Medium Matters podcast who was kind enough to run our promo this week and if you're a listener that comes from the Medium Matters welcome to this
0: spooky place where we talk about Tom Hiddleston for one more second <laughs> you guys did you see that Tom Hiddleston is coming to Broadway no. and you may or may may or may not know that I live Four hours away from New York City. And
1: she also hates New York. So guess who's going to go see
0: Tom Hiddleston Mm -hmm. on Broadway? Me. I absolutely hate New York City. Sorry, New Yorkers. (laughs) I do not like, but I will go there if it means being near Tom Hiddleston. So that's my rant for today.
1: Sacrifices, sacrifices, sacrifices.
0: The things we do for love. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, you guys. Uh, I hope you guys have a good end of the world.
0: See you later,
1: haters. See you later, gators. Bye. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another episode of Susperia, a true crime podcast. If you are a creep and enjoy listening to all of that horrible information, please check out our previous episodes and write us a five star review on Apple Podcasts.
0: And also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram as Susperia Podcast. Facebook is also Susperia Podcast. If you want to follow Carol, you can follow her at Carol, And you can follow me at eu.steph. Note, none of us post anything interesting. We do, actually. If you have any case suggestions, feel free to drop them over at SuspiriaPodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to be part of this podcast, you can also email us. We promise we won't bite. Ciao. Ciao!